Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm uh, Mike playing Frank Cross for this special edition where we're playing Inspectors. And hey, my name is Jeremy. I'm playing Nathan Alex Woodson. I am Carlin playing Ari Glaston, better known as Mr. Glass. I am Stephanie playing Trixie Louise Canton. And I'm Johnny playing Phyllis, I mean Phil <laughs> Raymond. The real, <laughs> the real man, Phil Raymond. And I am Jordan and I am playing everything else, including monsters, ghouls, whatever might come across this particular game. All right, so we have now entered into the phase where we are actually going to play inspectors. Everything has come together. We've got a fantastic list of resources and things that we can use. Um, So right now, let's go ahead and talk. One thing we didn't really talk about a lot is how do you guys actually get work? We said that you're like hidden away in the SeaTac airport, but we didn't really say how you guys actually get work. Yeah, yellow pages. Can we have billboards? Yeah, if you which want is billboards. why we get the phone calls for liquor stores. Yep, exactly. Because it's ambiguous as to what we actually are. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a good job putting that together. <laughs> it's an ing billboard. <laughs> okay, you guys are you you when you get a call, do you actually go interview people or do you? Do, because of our financial situation, don't we just take? The job, <laughs> regardless. Well, we get basic I don't think information we used to, to, but I think we do now. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it'd be well, fair to say that we after, were choosy at one point, and we would actually interview. Well, I'd say that up. in order to save money, we'd also spend like a. And if we receive a call, it'd be like we have a list of questions we ask to verify it's not just a crank call. Okay, that qualifies. You customer. believe in UFOs, astral projection, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance. <laughs> I think also um, we have a guy that sits in the back and just trolls internet boards for this kind of stuff. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, because word of mouth, I think, is a really powerful customer referral tool. So okay. spends all Go ahead and roll your contacts. Spends all his time on Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. Five, yeah. five, and five. Okay, so you're pretty successful with your internet uh, trolling in terms of finding business. Um, and... One person that uh, your your group finds on the internet as a potential client is uh, Jason Troy. Ooh, I like that so Jason, uh, Jason gives you guys a call, and who who wants to talk to Jason? Everybody pointed to, to um, customer service, service rep, including me, Joy Campbell. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no. This is Trixie. Yeah. Thanks for calling, uh, Seattle Spirits. This is Trixie. Hi, yes. Um, I am not looking for a liquor store. (laughs) Well, good. Then you've gotten that much right. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, uh, this is kind of, this is kind of awkward to mention, but are you all the, the group that investigates paranormal things? We sure are. 
Oh wow, fantastic. Um, I, I need you guys uh, to go ahead and, and investigate something for me. Could you tell me a little more about it, please? Sure. I actually, uh, I work at the, uh, the Canterbury. It's on 534 15th Avenue East in Seattle. You know where that is? Uh, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as you know, it's uh, something that has, it's, it's an old hotel. It's actually someplace where I work. Um, and I, I'm, I'm actually one of the hospitality managers there. Um, the thing is... It has a bar. It does have a bar. It's a hotel. Uh, so we do have a bar there. Oh, nice. Uh, but back in 78, uh, one of the patrons was actually shot in the face during a bar fight. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, so it's something that really was kind of a horror, horrific thing. Um, he actually died in front of the fireplace. And so now there's just like all sorts of things that are going on. When when people come to the hotel, patrons, they, they see a reflection of a man looking down at the floor in the background of the mirror closest to the fireplace. It's really kind of creepy, and honestly, it's driving a business down. Supposedly, uh, they've told me that if you stare at it long enough, he'll look back at you. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Well, you know, I've heard worse. Yeah, uh, but you know what was really kind of creepy? And this is the part that really freaks me out, is that... Uh, a couple months ago, when I was when I was going through the basement, uh, things you know were were getting to be more active with this guy appearing on this on the scene and everything. But I found a pentagram scrawled on the floor in the basement. Okay. So I'm I'm really afraid that you know someone might be doing. Something more? Like what? Well, I don't know. You're the ghost hunters. You find out. All right. Well, um, I need to get some information from you, sir. First of all, can I get your name? My name is Jason Troy. Jason Troy? That's right. Okay. And what's your position again at the Canterbury? I, I'm the hospitality manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and give me that address one more time. Uh, one second. I just dropped the phone. <laughs> The address is, uh, um, it's, uh, 534 15th Avenue East. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, of course, Seattle, but you probably knew that already. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, and, um, what's the, uh, frequency of occurrence on the sightings here? Well, it's been occurring more and more ever since the pentagram appeared on the floor. I tried to scrub it up. But it's not coming off the floor. And where did you say the pentagram was located? It's located in the basement. Is that... Of the hotel. In what position in relation mm -hmm. to the sightings? It's actually right next to the wall. That's where the, where the fireplace is in the actual building. I see. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to need uh, to just let you know about our financial policies. Now, first of all, we do require a 10% deposit up front. Um, oh, you understand oh. this is just to prevent, okay. like, hoax calls and whatnot. Okay. I Obviously, think... we have a money-back guarantee. Okay. 
But that's only if you're not successful, right? Sure. Now, uh, I'm going to need you to roll contacts for that. Can I please get a... Uh... <laughs> what am I rolling? Contacts. contacts. Guaranteed money back. Six. <laughs> guaranteed money back minus expenses. Right. And our expenses were 100,000%. Okay, he believes you. Right, so that's going to be uh, your guaranteed money back, you know, minus expenses and whatnot. Uh, right, anyway, well. I also am going to need to forward you some of our policies and our procedures. Um, can I get a good email address? Sure, it's uh, jason.troy. Mm -hmm. No, spell Troy for me. T-R-O-Y? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. At? He is in Tiger. <laughs> Thecantabory.com. Okay, great. Okay, um, and does the Canterbury have any kind of website or something that I can look it up? Well, on? you could definitely look us up on Facebook. We do, we have some pictures there that you could use. Does the uh, hotel have a website? Um, at this point, I'm. I, I, well, you should be able to find it with a Google search. Right. Okay. Would you like my telephone number if you need to call me back? Uh, yeah, please. Uh, that would actually, uh, that would actually be, uh, 206, uh-huh, 322-3130. 206-322-3130? That's correct. All right, great. Uh, Mr. Troy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and forward you some of our policies and pricing information. Okay. Uh, let me check our uh, schedule as far as our various appointments. And uh, I will give you a call back within 12 hours. Sounds great. I, I, I hope to hear from you soon. All right. It was a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. We got one. Woo! Now, Trixie, that didn't really sound like we wanted his business, did it? We're beggars, right? Can't be choosers. Guess we got one. Uh, yep. We got one! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys, um, you guys have a, a call, um, and it's sounds like a pretty juicy one with a, a dead man looking out from a mirror. They have a bar. I figured I would just go ahead and put into the policy information that we get, you know, like refreshments on the job and stuff. I like where your heads are. <laughs> All right. So you guys have now got the call. Now the next part comes into research and investigation. Yep. You research the problem and or investigate the location and then come up with a possible plausible explanation. All right, guys. I think I will uh, go and see if the van's available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Um, this guy said that I can look up their hotel website and stuff online, so I'm just gonna go ahead and pop up on there and see if I can find out about uh, the hotel. Uh, maybe pull up some floor plans and whatnot, and see if I can find any history on this guy. Make a technology roll. Whatever. And I guess in the meantime, I'm just gonna get all the our equipment together. And. I am going to uh, do some research on this Jason Troy, find out his background, and sort of create financial a... Financial status. <laughs> okay. Well, no, not financial status, but a, a quick profile on his mental state of being. Okay. So, do we have any lackeys? 
Not really. What you see is what you get. And another question. I'm sorry. Do um. Don't worry. How do how do we figure out if the van is available? <laughs> Johnny needs to make, make a technology a roll. roll to see if the van is available. Yes. Come on. We're taking a cab. <laughs> Four. Four. Fair. Describe the most positive result of your action, but you must include negative or humorous effect. Okay. The van is available. There's only a quarter tank of gas. <laughs> What's wrong with the van? It has two flat tires. Okay. Oh, oh. I could have come up with something much funnier than that. Okay, Stephanie, you rolled a... It's full luggage. Full five. Of you rolled a five. <laughs> so you get to tell us... You get to describe the result of your... Uh, what, what you found... Okay. And uh, and uh, you also got another die for that. Okay, so the Canterbury was um, a pretty posh hotel back in its heyday in the Roaring Twenties. Okay. Um, since then, it's been uh, it, it was slowly going downhill, but then a new investor bought it, tried to revamp the place uh, recently. Okay. And redecorated, uh, knocked out a few walls. And has since reopened it um, with, you know, all new, everything, grand reopening. Okay. Um, Did the Google say what this guy's name was that died? The Google. Uh, (laughs) If you want, you can make up a name. Okay. Um, Yeah, it said his name was... Slappy Anderson. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say Ricky Navarro. It sounds like a mob hit. And um, it was back in let's see. They said '78. Right. Okay. So Ricky Navarro, '78. Um, I found a newspaper clipping. And just so everybody knows, for full disclosure, the Canterbury Ale and Eats is a real place. I don't think it's actually a hotel. I think it's actually a bar, but I was just, I was reading information off of a, a website as we uh, were talking. Uh, so so uh, give them a call. Give them a call. That's their actual number. And uh, Have fun. <laughs> to ask them about the, the, uh, the real... Ricky Navarro. <laughs> well, Ricky Navarro is not really the person, but there is a... Everything about that was described about the um, the actual Canterbury is true, and according to according to Seattle's most haunted, based oh. off of the CBS local affiliate. Huh. So okay, there you go. All that information was uh, true, except Yay, for interwebs. Don't ask for Jason Troy because that's a complete figment of my imagination. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Navarro, best known for having a hole in his face. Right. Yes. So Ricky Navarro, he was um, say yeah he was he was a foreign immigrant and he came to Seattle in the the early seventies. Okay. And that that's basically all I could find on him. He there was a a fight in the bar and he ended up getting his face blown off. Yes. That's, yes. Yeah. Okay. Blown in. in. Right. In front of, and he died in front of the fireplace. In front of the fireplace, right. Um, because there was a fire that kept, like, emergency personnel from, from getting there before the fight blew up. Okay. Because did his body catch on fire? No, no there was a fire no, somewhere else. No, there was a else. fire somewhere else. Oh, 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 oh. So, oh. so you wanted to roll uh, to make sure that... Um, the information, um, oh. what was it? it was I was going to do a background, basic background check on 
Jason Troy. Okay, go ahead. I did forget about, I also looked Contents. up four floor plans for the hotel. No okay. And I was going to go ahead and say it's like a eight-story hotel in downtown Seattle. Okay, sounds good. I don't Five. know where that street address is, but we'll see downtown. Uh, I found through my background check on Jason Troy, he's a bit of a, I don't know, he's a weird character. Uh, he's a bit of a hypochondriac. He kind of visits the uh, Seattle General quite often. Um, he also has uh, visit, uh, frequents the movie theaters. Um, he likes the horror movies. He likes the horror mm. kind of aspect. Um, and he seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a nerd. I mean, big comic book collector, kind of keeps to himself. Kind of thing doesn't have many friends on Facebook. Okay. So there might be some mental issues going on with him. So this could be just bunk. It could not to be. mention prejudices. I mean, a pent you know a pentagram necessarily is not like a mnemonic symbol. I mean, it's totally new age. And all right. Just saying in character. What? All right. Do you guys want to continue on with investigations? Do you want to go? Does anybody want to go down and actually canvas the building? I'm gonna go change the tires on the van. Okay. Go roll. Go ahead and roll technology. Sounds good. Ah. <laughs> a two. Describe what a two does for us, Stephanie. Uh, bad. The GM decides your fate, or you may suggest something suitably negative. She breaks all her nails. <clears throat> so while you're trying to change the uh, tires on the vans, you find out that there's only one donut, and it's got a hole in it. And it's a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Also, also, you notice that the axle has been completely bent. Aww. So there is no way that you're going to be able to use your van this time around. Public Call transportation. Frank. Call Frank. Okay, so you're calling. <laughs> it's Frank. Hey, boss. Uh, we're gonna need to call a taxi. What's wrong with it now? Uh, the axle's broken, and the spare is busted, and it's got two flats. Where's Mr. T when you need him? Alright, make it happen. And... Alright, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, so, um, so you guys are... <laughs> we'll make a, a memo on, on my notepad. Alright, who's laughing my stick on? <laughs> Yell at airport maintenance. Maybe it's recent available. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Frank, I never asked you. Are you actually a personnel for the airport? How do we uh, stay in this place? Oh, we pay rent. We pay rent. But it's pretty high up on the ladder. Most people don't know we pay rent. We're, uh, we're extra airport security. Okay. If anybody asks, with uh, local detachment of the EPA, if you feel like it. If you feel like it. If you feel like if it. If you feel like it. All right. Give so, an excuse for every week. Keep so, guessing. <laughs> Sounds good, boss. So everybody, uh, so so is week? anybody going to canvas the hotel? They have a bar. I'm going. Come <laughs> I'm on. Go, You're uh, coming with me. Well, isn't the bar where it took place? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so why don't we all just get a drink, and while we're having the drink, go over, like, the crimes, the Sounds old like crimes. Sounds like a party scene. now. Yeah. 
Okay. Small text of Well, you, remember, you told you told yeah. Mr. Troy that you were going to contact him within 24 hours to let him know if you're going to do the job. Right. Well, I but sent him the email. Information. Information. Yeah. Right. 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 Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we don't even have a marked <laughs> As you guys, as you guys roll into the uh, in our taxi, <laughs> yeah, you, fall out of the taxi. all three of you have to like you have to get three taxis three? to carry all of you. Four, and our five. And your we goal. plan on getting smashed. We came in taxi. Yeah, <laughs> there's five of us in a taxi. Is that possible? So what equipment will we take with us on this preliminary scouting? That's a good question. Laptops, probably. Like for this one, uh, uh, go of... ahead and roll your technology and tell us what you what you bring. Come on, tech guy, roll your technology. No, 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 no. The person <laughs> you suggested has to. Come on, technology guys, get on top of this thing. <laughs> Six. I so you're EMT, able. Or the the EM, EM, EMF readers. Yeah. Okay. Can I roll as well to see if we can bring another item? I'm gonna pass out a notepad. Just okay. a little like scratch pad. <laughs> Not even. I take a look, take a look at it. <laughs> yeah. We also want to have <laughs> also have our sidearms with the proper cartridges. Okay. All right. Are we, are we all suggesting things we take or no? I mean, you have to make a roll if you want. Yeah. To bring, oh. Bring well, I'm else. bringing the the EMF reader. Got a roll, man. Six. I'm bringing the EMF for you. Okay. So you you guys get to the. Yeah. So you got. You guys get to the um to the Canterbury without any without any issues. Fortunately, uh, travel uh, traffic seems to be light in Seattle today. No fires today. No, no, but there is a a, a light mist coming down in the. Uh, what well, is Seattle? Yeah. yeah. And the tradition is it that fall? is. Yeah, it it's it's autumn. It's autumn, so we um, are are going uh, to there. Mr. Troy opens the door for you all and says, Well, it's very nice to see such a large group. Can I go show you all to a table? Sure. Can we get that big booth in the back over there? Absolutely. That would be wonderful. Great. So you guys, you guys go and you sit down at your booth. You're looking around and you can see like the fireplace where this occurred and there's a, a large mirror over the top of it and you're just staring at it, just kind of seeing what happens. I get up, get out my purse, walk over to the mirror and start putting on my black lipstick in the mirror with my EMF reader. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the EMF reader. I want to talk to some people <laughs> Okay. that let's, are just randomly around. The... Let's go ahead and let her roll for her, her EMF reader. Yeah. Five. <laughs> So, so what do you say? I'm gonna say I'm looking at the EMF reader and I'm putting on my lipstick and then I kind of notice like motion that's not what I'm doing when I look up in the mirror and it's just out of the corner of my eye. I look up and then for a second I see just a shadow behind me. Um, and then the light on my EMF reader spikes for a minute. Okay. Um, I'm going to lean in because I take it we're, we're still at that table. Most yeah. Of us. I'm gonna lean into Frank and kind of say, um, I'm gonna act like I'm going to the bathroom and I'm gonna take check out the basement, see if I can get down to the basement. Gotcha. Just uh, check in if you hit any trouble. Alright, so I'm gonna go and check back in five. So I'm gonna go down, Okay. pretend like I'm going to the bathroom, but then walk past to see if I can find the basement and try and check things out down there. Okay. Jeremy? I'm gonna just go up to the bar and actually start conversation with okay. somebody that's up at the bar. Roll contacts. Five. Okay. So who are you talking to? 
I'm talking to a guy that chatting it up pretty well with the with the bartender there. Looks like he's a regular. A regular. Does he give you so, any information? Um, I asked pretty much asked him was, hey, what's the deal with this place? I mean, it's not busy, but um, <sighs> this seems to be a place that people talk about a lot. Well, you know, it really seems to be more having to do with. Did you start out as Jason Troy? <laughs> it actually kind of seems to be an issue with Troy. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just a little bit on the... If you know what I mean. I mean, he does a good job making sure that all the, um, the hotel rooms are um, cleaned out and, you know, all the flowers are on the tables and everything like that. But he's just... There's something weird about the guy. And I really don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, well, I'm new in town, but so I haven't actually met him. I mean, it's the guy that greeted us at the door, but... Yeah, he does know. that, too. I mean, that's kind of weird. Uh, typically, like, the management staff, you know, they're in the back taking care of paperwork, but he's always on the floor. And I just don't... I don't know. I mean, I've only been working here for a couple weeks, but it seems like something that... A little hinky, if you know what I mean. I mean, I've also heard there's some pretty, pretty wacky stories about this place. Yeah. So I, I'm just, we got, we came here to figure what the what the hype was. Yeah, I mean, those but stories. There's not a lot, whole lot of well, hype. This place is almost empty. Well, you should see this place like, you know, like Halloween. Like everybody's in here. It's typically booked for a big, like Halloween ball. So it's one of those things where everybody's at the mirror. Everybody wants to see what happens, and everybody there's like it's it's really creepy. Like that girl over there, a lot of people act like her. You know, <laughs> they're just like there's a whole line full of these women's and some dudes too, just putting on lipstick and and just making sure that you know their their hair is just right and everything. But you know what they're really doing. Yeah. So I'm pretty. It's a pretty popular story around here. Everybody knows. Every, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's starting to drive away business, too. So that's kind of a downer. And then the thing down in the basement was just weird. Uh, do you guys have any... Uh, no, time out for just a second. Um, you sounds like you're talking as the bartender. Okay. No, okay, so, all right. Um, back in, in, in play and game. Um, do you guys have any, like, like rival, like, hotel or, or something that might be trying to drive away your, your business? or? I mean, there's, there's some... There's some hotels over in Pike Place, but there's nothing really that makes a huge difference in our business. I mean, we all have different parts of the town and different areas that we that we cater to. So, you know, a lot of businesses will go downtown. A lot of people who are looking for a more historic feel to Seattle come here. Um, people who are, you know, just here for business trips tend to go er to areas closer to SeaTac. So it just really depends on what you're looking for. All right. Well, thanks. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Do you walk away from the bar? Yeah. As you're walking away, I'm like... Trying to get his attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> people can't, the audience can't see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm snapping at you and waving and, and... Come here, come here. But I'm not taking my eyes off the mirror. I walk over, I guess. Okay. Okay. And I, I show you the EMF reader and I'm like, Do you see this? See what? It blipped. So look, it's look in the mirror. so it's malfunctioning look. again. Is yeah, what you're saying. Look in the mirror. 
Alright, I look in the mirror. Do I need to roll? Yeah, roll one stress. One stress, okay, how do I, what do I mean? Roll. Grab one, die. You just roll it and then go off that stress roll chart. Okay. See what happens. Three, stressed. Who's the die for an appropriate skill? Okay, so we were going to say that an appropriate skill for you would be academics. This is a permanent loss? Yeah, or, for right now. Until you can get something that would, that would mitigate it. Alright. <laughs> so what you see as you look into the mirror is all of a sudden you just see this... Superimposed on his face. Uh, imposed on your face. What does your dream character look like? Exactly. It's a little kid about six years old. Okay. Uh, you see this small child appearing next to an older man with like the 70s styles haircut and everything. And the little child just opens its mouth and its jaws extend down past its clavicle. And it's just lined with rows and rows and rows of teeth. And this green drool drips out and splatters on the bottom of the mirror. Thanks very much for listening to Bond Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast, but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it. To find the show online, visit our site, BoneThrowersTheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at Bone Throwers Theater, and our email address is BoneThrowersTheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 